Hello, Matthew here. Just wanted to let you all know that the audio quality is a little bit different than you're used to. We are trying out some new microphones. Likely next episode, everything will go back to normal. We just wanted to give you guys a heads up and uh, thank you for bearing with us. Polyhedron is a production of Head Cannon Games LLC and is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com slash polyhedron. Now, on with your show. Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan. I'm going to be honest with you, having the live stream and doing it this way, I'm just completely off balance right now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just as off balance as can be. I don't know what to do. There isn't a black ice cream cone in my face. What the hell is happening? <laughs> and Scott. I'm comfortable with this. I can I can now move my shoulders and my head. I don't have the dog cone on. And you can you can look at I each other look as, at my fellows, as we argue yeah, with, exactly. with each other. Yeah, I mean I'm in punching range of Matt. Oh so. yeah, we can both just go to town. Anyways, <laughs> I kissed my baby. <laughs> that was uh, Ryan trying to kiss my fist for the uh, audio audio audience out there. Cast gold gold. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back everyone. Um, so how are you guys doing? Everything doing all right? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, Usual nightmare scape. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, been in a, haven't haven't gamed in a bit. The last we, we've been uh, our werewolf game has been a little on uh, hiatus because a little of shaky because well the GM's have, having like final semester of school woes. Oh, so that's a thing. Um, played uh, played the salon werewolf, which was fun. Uh, we killed a shit ton of black spiral dancers. Um, but there's always more. There's always, always more. Always fucking more. Um, and yeah, no. It's, uh, it's, and just just smattering of computer games. Finished off the Batman Telltale season two. I'm just installed it. I'm about ready to do that myself. Like just dive right in. I played a bunch of Overwatch. I'm playing Nier Automata right now. Uh, it's pretty good. It's. I mean. Little heavy handed on the symbolism. I mean, she's called 2B, for God's sake. And it's all, it's, it's a whole lot of like, what is a soul? I'm like, I can tell you that because that thing cares about, that mm. robot thinks that robot's its kid and cares. It That's a soul. Mm -hmm. Good enough. I'm sure we'll get a, into that at the patron uh, only content. I'm only saying it's because it's a role playing game. It's, yeah, it's yeah, close yeah. enough. There are role playing elements to that weird Devil May Cry ish action oh, yeah. RPG. Uh, but, but yeah, like oh choices you actually have to make, or like there are just skill I, upgrades. I think there are choices you have to make. I mean, it's mostly just you plug in chips and shit, and okay. you're, and you're like load out. So what you're yeah. it's, it's it's yeah, it's it's the mechanics of an RPG, not it, necessarily the choices. It of wasn't an RPG. like super difficult by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. You are you you outclass most of the enemies you fight pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm -hmm. it, so you're basically an alchemical exalted at that point. Yeah. You are, yes, you're an exalt. It's mm -hmm. it's like playing Devil May Cry on steroids, which I don't say lightly. Speaking of exalted, uh, as of this recording, the yes. Kickstarter for the third edition Dragon Blooded mm -hmm. uh, and the Realm uh, books, two hours, two hours funded mean, in two hours. That's that's about what a White Wolf project gets funded in, especially the uh, big one is that. That one was is. about the same as Trinity getting funded. I think um, I, I actually. I'm a little more excited for Dragon Blooded because maybe they'll maybe like I don't know. You know what we can do? 
Man. Go get the Exalted Third Edition books and you show the the, the watchers oh, yeah, what yeah, yeah, this yeah. shit looks now like. Now that I'm free to Some do this. Some people don't know what it looks oh, like. Oh, yeah. Maybe, my loving audience, it will be thinner than, than this. Uh, <laughs> possibly. It'll probably be, because it won't have probably all the rules that are in you this book. You got the super fancy version. Yeah, I do. But well, I, it's going to have... It's this gonna... took two and a half years to get Guys, to me, ladies and gentlemen. It is two inches thick. It, no, this is, no, this is like six, five inches thick. Yeah. No. Um, well, we'll know. Three or three and a half. I I will be I be I will be able to spread my judgment uh, when I uh, when I get the chapter that has all the charms in it, mm-hmm. and I am able to select all of them and put it into something that can give me a word count. Uh, that's then, right. That's and, a third of that book. Before before even reading a word of the charms, I will be able to judge it uh, oh. because there's just. Too goddamn many. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, the Dragon Bloods is just gonna be as bad because they're not as powerful. Therefore, the powers are not as blanket. Therefore, you we have to be know. more specific about this. We don't know. I we, don't know, man. It, it's it's a, it's a different exile type, and it's being done by completely different people. They oh, kept fair. and they kept it real. I mean, in second edition, they kept it brief. Like yeah. the Dragon Blood book was not very thick at all. No, and they, and that, was were... that was a different charm paradigm. Um, uh, but we'll see. I'm I'm hoping that uh, the feedback has been taken. Uh, because pretty much anyone I've ever talked to about Exalted Third Edition has has rendered the same judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, pretty much. Dear- se- setting update, fantastic. Core rules, awesome. Charms, I would give me something to gouge out my eyes. Yeah, it's just it's. I had a couple interesting conversations on Twitter concerning like mechanical simplicity and complexity, yeah, my buddy, especially with Exalted. My but buddy I still, Jamie, man, he is he breathes Exalted. Like, right, mm-hmm. Jamie has been in running the same Solar game. For like seven years, like still today is probably Ooh. running that solar game, and it, it's nonsense craziness. But mm. he got this a hold of this like my charms are fucked. <laughs> like, that was his first, <laughs> that's all he said to me about it. Like he's, he's smoking a cigarette, mm. it's raining, and he's just like, leaning back. It's like that was pretty good, but the charms are fucked. <laughs> like uh, I know uh, they have reached several mini stretch goals by this point. And it's mm-hmm. only been a couple days. Uh, I know off the top of my head, they're going to get the Lookshy expansion on it. Mm-hmm. They're going to get more charms in the compendium. Not in the main book, but in the actual and hopefully compendium. That's it. Hopefully that's it. We'll see. Uh, and we're going to get the witch, the witches. Forest witches. Well, basically, they, they've added like two more. In addition to uh, the Realm and the Lookshy, uh, they've added two other like main dragon-blooded settings, uh, which is cool. I like that. Which is the, the forest, witches. The Forest witches and the Empire Prasad. That's um, new. It, it is like. new. It's based from what I've 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 spent a little bit of time listening to it because I take that PDF and I put it into a thing that uh, reads it to me. Mm-hmm. Just because that's how I, oh, excuse me, that's how I consume uh, most written material these days. Mm-hmm. Um, good plan. And what I've heard of them was they basically it's basically a place where dragon blooded are worshipped as gods. Yeah, true. There's just a huge middle finger to the uh, Immaculate Faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which pretty much goes right up to the line of them being worshipped as gods. Mm-hmm. But that's at, but that's, that's like the one big no-no in terms of how dragons. Oh yeah, that's that's the line you do not cross. Exactly. So it, it's interesting, and we, they've gotten supplements to all of them, like Lookshy, Prasad, Outcasts. Yeah. Um, they're not doing the Realm and Stretch Calls because the Realm's getting its own book. Yes. Um, but all of the all of the other the secondary um, dragon blooded empires. As yeah, it were. they they expanded the uh, the budget for the art, so we're gonna get even more gorgeous art in this book. I'll probably get it back at the thirty dollar level just so I can 
have a copy of it, a PDF right. copy oh, of it. That's pretty. Yeah, it's one of those books that we do need to do a deep dive into Exalt this the new version of Exalted at some Man, point. Can Eventually. we make that a fucking patron goal? Because we could, I don't think we I could. have I think I don't think I have it in me to read through that just for a regular episode. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll sh- we'll shop a little bit later. Or we can get like I don't know. Can we just get one of the assholes who wrote it? <laughs> we seem to uh, I don't know. We, we've by, thrown by enough. Call, not not now. We can call them assholes, right? No, I, think we've, <laughs> I, think, I think we've thrown enough shade that maybe they won't they won't mm. be too. Uh, uh, we Ex- we appreciate. Explain yourself. Two thirds of what you've done in this book. <laughs> uh, we're not even going to talk about charms. Talk yeah, about everything yeah, else. Yeah, uh, Never touch them. But, uh, yeah, no, no, it's good. Um, the art's fantastic. I backed it at the $140 level, uh, so I got, I'm going to get the actual book cool. and, uh, and, and all of the PDFs and whatnot. Did you not get a physical copy? I did get a physical copy. Just uh, not this one? Not this one. Okay. I actually didn't. I, I was I was unemployed when oh, this Kickstarter came out. Uh, but when it came out, a uh, uh, friend of the show, Kaylee, uh, allowed me to exercise her uh, POD uh option cool uh so i was able to buy a copy a physical copy of it through her uh and it's all right it's it's just just the charms i need to start grinding through it i've had it for a while i just got fed up with it because it took so demonstrably long to get here it took like two and a half years it really took because they weren't done with the book they weren't done with the book when they when they did the kickstarter that i will say that uh, that it seems that they have learned their lesson because like with trinity we're getting manuscript previews, Good. which basically means the book is 90%, 95% done um, in terms of text, which means that we're not going to run into the same problem that the core ran into. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I mean, I, that 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 seemed to be like, I think Onyx Path has, has learned that that be the way you do this. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Just preparate. I mean, yeah, this was a learning experience. This was Absolutely. the first of its type, really... Kind of. No, they were they were released. They had like they had a few more Kickstarters before this, but uh, I, I don't think on that a, scale. Though. This was a big one, though. This is kind of like I would say that probably the Vampire twentieth edition was a, on this scale. Oh, you're right. You're right. No, I did. You know what? The, I, together, I'll, those two books are about this size. I'll stop talking at my ass. <laughs> well, actually, now I want now I want to look at that book and see it's very what pretty. was the release time of that one. How long did it take? Like, I want to know some some a little bit of more detail so I can like weigh them against each other because that's important because every kickstarter the company's supposed to learn something something so they make the next one better and better and better and better my my my, my stopwatch is on the trinity book though yes uh, that's that's the one that's gonna keep me up at night i will get the i get the physical core book i think i backed it at the 45 right, right. dollar level that mm-hmm. gets you the physical core book but i'm not getting the AI. so you get the continuum book yeah. but not the AI. Yeah, yeah, the the what you need i mean for, for uh, to, to play the one I will probably I'll, I'll figure out when it comes up is the adventure book because I like adventure but I don't love adventure so I don't know if I'm good. I may just get the PDFs of that one, not uh, the core I, I physical. I will throw book. as much money as humanly possible yeah. to get all to get all physical books, all any Aeon, Aeon Trinity uh, book because that is my all-time favorite setting, and I'll be running games off of that for fucking years. Yeah, um, but for me, gaming-wise, I haven't done much. I don't have much news beyond what we already talked about. I saw a lot of movies, so that, that's That'll good. That'll be Patreon. Uh, yep. 7C uh, just announced 18, uh, 1838. 38. I thought it was 68, but yeah. They're doing a, a, a sort of more modern update of the setting, which interesting, <laughs> because they, they announced it on April 1st, and then today John Wick posted a video, like, like it was just, it was like text are you actually doing 7C says uh, 1838? Pause, pause, pause. His face. Oh, by the yes. way. Yes. 
That's it. Well, you can't believe anything that gets like you the can't, end. No, you can't. No. You can't. Uh, now we just need to apply all that in that scrutability uh, that everyone has on April Fools to every day of the year. Well, we're getting to that point. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I went. I took it. Man, down they much. sniffed. They sniffed out a fake Rick and Morty episode pretty damn quick. <laughs> <didn't they? laughs> oh, but uh, in in uh, the first episode of the new FLCL uh, series mm-hmm. did get actually released. How was it? Um, it's fantastic. Oh well, I mean, uh, no, no. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's, of course, it's wonderful. Um, I need to probably go rewatch the first one because yeah, I will say a real it's like weird one. I think I, I think I remember the salient points actually. Yeah, like, yeah. I think the story is as bonkers and gonzo as it I really remember. Is. It's it really literally is. just like there's a space pirate TV man mm-hmm. coming out of head, comes, comes out, out of, of the head. head. That's his girlfriend. His his, his boyfriend's sis, his girlfriend's He's, really weird at yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> Giant iron. Everything's it, very ambiguous and confusing. <laughs> no one has a sexuality that I'm aware of, <laughs> um, except everyone does. Yeah. Why are you holding your your boyfriend's little brother like that? Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Hey, the boy, the boyfriend went to America. He went to America, so he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Well, he's dead and like is hooks and is apparently hooked up with a, an American girl. So, so I'm at a, that point, I'm a fuck your brother. I'm a fuck your brother. I'm a fuck your thirteen year old brother. That's oh, what we're doing. Lordy. Guitar battle. <laughs> Guitar battle. I I'm a obviously much older than I appear. Space Angel. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm gonna make you feel real funny about yourself in order to manipulate you. Anyway, it's love like being a thirteen-year-old boy all over. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Welcome back, like. everyone. Welcome back. Getting you miss us. Anime. <laughs> anime. I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk about the anime. Well, I'm patron, patron content, patron. Yeah, right, we'll, 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 yeah. We'll yeah this thing. Speaking of games that are role-playing related, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. What's our topic today, uh, Matthew? Our topic today is actually something quite interesting. There's a little bit of story behind it. Uh, we're going to talk about social mechanics in games. Uh, the reason why is in an online Black Crusade game that I've been running for a little while now, uh, the PCs wanted to start messing with each other because it was a tense situation, but they didn't want to do physical combat because one guy is really, really good at it. The rest of them are are, media, are decent to terrible at it. So they really didn't want to do it. They'd rather like, tell him to do certain things and hopefully he'll follow their orders. And that sparked over the next week between sessions big conversation concerning mechanics, social mechanics, and how they impact a character. And I know the big argument that a lot of people have is agency. Player agency, doing that kind of stuff. And I think that would be a very robust conversation for us to have and for our audience to have with us concerning this. Because I think it's it's probably one of the well, biggest hot-button issues you can get. It's interesting because, you know, I think we have, we have discussed this before. There is games, and there are games... They don't. They basically don't exist. Where interpersonal, like interplayer mechanics, yep. simply do not. Dungeons and Dragons, for example. Yeah. Don't it, exist. They may as well. It's like you could argue that they exist. They really don't exist. They like, literally exist on paper. They exist That's... on paper. Like well, yes, you can roll a bluff check and say you bluffed him versus that guy's sense motive. But then uh, the problem with that is like if there's a bluff guy, mm-hmm. he's probably a really good bluff guy, which basically means he can. I mean. At that point, just lie to the person, I suppose, yeah. and, just, Ooh, and do it. Uh, yeah, then there's the, there's the meta conversation because he's like, I know out of play you were lying, but in play I have to role play as you told me the truth. Which is sometimes just like, Ugh, well, okay. I mean that's the thing. Like it depends on the game. Uh, I mean D and D, the system doesn't support it. Um, whereas you know in a in a game like Exalted, which uh, actually which, specifically which has does fairly robust social mechanics. 
Um, and and uh, the Trinity, which I haven't, we haven't been able to test it out, but Trinity does have social mechanics and, yep. and social combat, um, which I'm really looking forward to testing out. It, it, it's when do you use it is really it's the question. It's when you use it, how you use it. Um, I think my general philosophy on it is if, is if the players are in a social situation and they have a disagreement, uh, it's up to the GM to basically be the referee, uh, both in terms of just like being fair with what everybody's abilities can do and, and, and for the sake of everyone at the table saying, if this, if this argument continues past a point, we're pulling out dice yep. and we're all abiding by the results. Well, and you know, I play a game never after, which isn't, I mean, it'll be published one day, maybe, one day. <laughs> uh, but there is a very robust social system because the way that system works is you actually have uh, wounds, stresses, curses, which is three different health tracks, essentially, but any one of those can take you out. So social combat hits you in stress. Oof. So the way it works is like, as you said, we'll get to a point. We'll be talking, talking, mm -hmm. and if anyone raises their voice at someone, mm -hmm. makes a very pointed, shitty remark mm -hmm. at someone, it's like, okay, roll your uh, roll your relevant social combat skill. Mm -hmm. And at that point, the person who's being attacked, which could be the entire group depending, mm -hmm. or it could be just the one person, is like, you either 100% agree with what they just said and do your best to just go with what they're saying mm -hmm. and believe it, or you say something back, roll against them with your relevant social thing mm -hmm. based on what you say will be a different social skill. Mm -hmm. And whoever wins that contest will be taking some stress, mm -hmm. and you don't have to go along with it. But someone's taking some. Someone's going to take some stress damage because right. they. You just had a. You little, force the issue on them. Right. You can. You, you can, can wear. It's basically wearing them down. Yeah, and you can. You can weigh it in your head. It's like, okay, well, how badly do I not want to take stress right now? And sometimes you can choose not to lean into them and be like, mm -hmm. I am not going to deal stress damage. We're good. That's mm -hmm. fine. But depending on what you said, the the storyteller has the right to be like. There is absolutely no way you cannot lean in when you just you said, were you were very mean when you, you were you just said something very very mean so you're not gonna not lean in. We ran into a bit of a problem actually where a certain person came to our table who had only ever been in D and D so he didn't know how social like he didn't really he didn't get he didn't no get that's it. not quite true because he played a lot of vampire and other stuff but the social mechanics don't work the same way there right, either yeah. they're all they're very they're only slightly more robust than. This D &D is, at that point. This is kind of like, you know, everyone has majesty, mm -hmm. like, yeah. if you get a high enough level. So he didn't quite understand the AoE aspect of mm -hmm. his thing, and he would do things in character that would be like, well, we should probably... Like, he was being a charming little child about it, but he mm -hmm. was really scat statted for that. Mm -hmm. So every time he wanted to do something and we disagree with him, he would be like, mm, I'm a kid. And mm -hmm. then we would be, like, rolling against an ungodly like mm -hmm. charm roll and if we would fight back against it we were gonna get stressed the fuck out so we had to come to him out of play and be like dude you are we have literally taken more damage from you than, the bad guy. than anything else in this game <laughs> so really assess what you're doing right now please mm -hmm. and he like being a pretty good citizen of the table was like I will stop I am very and, sorry and obviously all rules all sort of narrative can be sort of Easily dealt with if everyone's cool, right? Well, rule zero. But, yeah, yeah, everyone be cool. But where, uh, at least in the Black Crusade, there's not a lot of sort of PvP social mechanics. There's a lot of PvE, and some one some of the players were like, "Yeah, I'm totally cool with the dice roll. That's perfectly okay." Some were like, "No, I 
I, even if he rolls, it doesn't matter. You're, I get to choose what my character gets to you, do. You don't get to mind control me. Right, right. But that's where that guy was coming from, from you. He's, he's essentially mind controlling you, even mm. though he wasn't like... He's coercing. Coercing you yeah. to do it. Because uh, the argument that I had was, if you've got a guy who's really good at combat, like this is what he does, but he's not good anywhere else, well, he's going to dominate you in a combat PvP situation, mm-hmm. right? Why can't the social guy right. dominate you in a social situation? Because if you can't, just like D&D, this has happened in our games between us a little bit, I've had to consider about this, is the social guy's like, uh, I, can, I can't take you in a fight, but if I can't social you down at all, you get the, your will becomes, becomes law almost. He's right. It totally has. Yeah, and <laughs> that's my and that was hey, one of my hey, biggest issues. No, hey, I'm a, and you know, you know, we kind of like I, I mellowed out because yes. I could see it was like stressing you out. Also, look at all the other people I have to deal with. It's really true. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone there is very strong-willed in yeah. terms of what they have to do. I was actually kind of the least of your problems. At least I could. You were the most straightforward, up and down. Yeah, I was. A, I was the like a very. Strident rock. Yeah. But what I'm saying is where I guess my stance on all of this comes from is I do want social mechanics because I do like mechanics, but I also, but they have to be done well and you have to be very careful because you have the opposite problem where if you, if you have heavy, really robust social mechanics with a very character with strong social mechanics, Mm -hmm. guess what he gets to do? (laughs) Professor Xavier is the entire party. It's like, you're going to do what I say because that's what I say to do. Mm It, it, well, yeah, I mean, this is a very much like be a good citizen, and yeah. also your GM has to be your your storyteller has to be just like lock this shit down and understand. Mm-hmm. First of all, they need to understand the social mechanics for a run like mm-hmm. step one, obviously. But yeah, they have to be very good at arbitrating when it is time to pull out those dice. Much like everything else, actually, yeah, there's a it's a spectrum. It's everything's a spe- <laughs> everything's a spectrum. Not going to make that joke. Um, but anyway, yeah, I know. I mean, and, and the GM really has to be a fair referee. Um, and the players have to be willing to accept the judgment of the GM in this, yeah, in yeah. this scenario. Because... And, you know, I haven't really run into, a, like, mainly because I just game with people who are... I don't game with randos anymore. Right, like, I right. haven't gamed with some randos in a while. So I haven't run into real... Like every personality clash I've dealt with is an engineered personality clash right. that we both like. We're like, haha, <gasps> that we're both having a good time with. So, but yeah, it hasn't really come up. But it really is like, is everyone happy after the resolution of this? Yeah, I just like, I, I, I I'm not gonna name names, but I, I just saw like it was obviously the blowback of some some uh, uh, some in play conflict between people, and like it's clearly not managed well. Like, like these two people are actually clearly out of play, upset with one another. Is this like in the in the in the? Yeah. Okay. No, I no, just... no, 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 no. It's, it's not. It's not. Uh, I'm not gonna name names. I'm I just gonna, made, I'm okay. not gonna play. It's in a general direction. Okay. I just um, made a chop hand yeah, gesture no, for those it's, who it's can't not, hear. It's not there. Uh, but it's just like you got to you got to work this shit out in, yeah, you, in play. If, if there's if the, if the loggerheads are gonna come come. You gotta manage it. I'm, and I'm, I'm no fucking angel in that either, man. Yeah. I will, like, I think I said this around episode, like, three. If a person who looks like you mm-hmm. is an is nothing but a gigantic gaping asshole to me. And that's uh, all you do. And that's all you ever are to me. There's, we can have, like, a pleasant conversation, mm. like, 
a little bit, but it, 10 minutes of conversation after game right. doesn't change the fact that you spent, like, the last two days to being a complete right. jagweed. I just hate you. Like, I mean, I'm listen, programmed to hate you. There, there's, 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 a, there, there's an instinctual response there that you have to Well, manage. I just have to worry that every time you open your damn mouth, you're about to say something, mm. you know, mean. Well, I mean, well, I guess, well, here's, here's the question. Would, what would change regarding that if that situation was talked about beforehand? Oh, if someone agreed, if, if someone had come to me and was like, I'm going to be an unreasonable, giant asshole to you the entire mm-hmm. time on this, this subject. Course, yeah. This one thing is going to be a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? I'd be like, okay. As long as there's a way, as long as... As I, long as we can, we can work at work. To, work as to long work. as after, like, a little while, you know, we can make it a thing. But, like, let's plan this out so it's more interesting and right, not just right. me on my heels. Because... I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm pretty good at, like, so the social yeah. dance and stuff like that. So I can usually run circles around someone. But someone who's, like, actively aggressive at me, I, I just, like, I'm like, what is happening right now? Mm. There's only so many responses you can give to somebody who's being well, that aggressive. Well, my first general response is, hey, go fuck yourself. Like, that's <laughs> like that's my, like, the thing no, that flows no, I've, from... I've, I've, you know, it's close yeah, to the heart. I've experienced it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's the first thing that comes comes to my mind when someone's being a dick to me. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. Uh, um, actually, I prefer in those types of situations, instead of talking to me beforehand, talk to me after. The reason why is I'll, res- I'll in my opinion, I'll respect you more because you're taking a conscious effort to go, Really sorry, I had to be an asshole. This is just my character. This no, is no, just no, 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 no. I just, I, I have to disagree. I need you. to be ready. I need yeah. to have my oh, my, my okay. walls like, up and ready. Yeah, cause... I mean exactly because if someone if someone comes out to you unprompted with a lot of aggression, you you have to do a very very careful thing, especially if you're in a LARP situation. Yes, yeah. yeah, I will it's, say it's, it's the idea is okay. I'm being confronted with a lot of aggression. I have to parse how much of this is out of play. Is this is this truly in play? Mm-hmm. Like, it, what what have I done recently yeah. that would make this person <laughs> upset with me? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I can say very positively about the men, the, the family mm-hmm. of games that kind of spawned out of FOD and all that is that mm-hmm. they have an etiquette system. Where oh, yeah. sometimes, if someone, if I, a player walks mm-hmm. up to me and starts with etiquette mm-hmm. and just like starts like t- asking me questions about what would trigger my character or push mm-hmm. buttons on me, it's like okay, at least you're telling me up front what's about, what's about to, to what's about to happen, and I can put the walls up so Ryan doesn't and, respond. And that's that's a and that's a um, that's a uh, a perk in those types of systems that have very codified social mechanics of these things do X to your character like betrayal. I expect you to act this way. Go do a thing. Yeah. I don't get to command you. I don't. It's I've very been in, delicate. I've been in too. Legends many, many years ago. Some of the higher end sorceries, including the battle magic stuff, was like command. You, I got like it was domination. Neil, bitch. Was, no, it was mm-hmm. you for the next ten minutes have to do exactly what I said. Oh. Exactly. Like and oh. you must do everything to the what? biggest and fullest of your abilities, and that was a huge kerfuffle. They every revision that that Legends went through while I was there. Sorry, apologize. Getting excited. No, I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm, I'm making it. I like they, they dialed the, the. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking to me. Up. No, no, yeah, wait, shut fuck the it. fuck up. Um, <laughs> no, you're, you're, you, it's your problem if you yell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the one who has to edit all this. Uh, no, they were. Yeah, they had to. They didn't necessarily dial it down. Mm-hmm. They had to keep tweaking, tweaking and and, and getting codified cases of. No, you can do this. You can't do that. I mean, it's almost like taking all agency away from a person. Yeah, that's, is that's gonna that's awful gonna in every respect. Fun, it, fun penis. It makes sense from a. This is one of those. Does is it fun on one hand versus mm-hmm. 
does it make sense, sense that, in the setting? That it can exist. Uh, well, does it exist? That's that's another distinction that, that I think is kind of on, on the edge of this thing is social mechanics that treat PCs and NPCs fundamentally different. Yeah. Um, because, like you said, like the etiquette rules in the, those things and a lot of the, the, the D&D stuff, um, you know, those those can work on NPCs and, and PCs. The downtime application of, of diplomacy, is it does not affect PCs. Like, nope. period. You can, because it's incredibly powerful towards NPCs. It's mind control. It yeah. Is, it is like... With enough time and effort, it, what you, know, you say happens. Well, yeah, you, you can change, you can, if you want to double down on it and do it, you can take your direst foe, as long as it's like, you know, a, think, a thinking being... Uh, that, that responds to social to social manipulation, and, and you can't be it. like a giant skeleton that just you know. Uh, hey, Gashadokuro can't come yeah, to your barbecue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <can't>, so, <laughs> well, but you could. You but. could, with enough time and effort and and, and whatnot, take your direst foe and turn it into turn it into a friend with with diplomacy. Um, but I, you can't do that with a PC. You you have to really like. You actually have to role play, play in that situation. Hmm. Whereas in games like Exalted uh, and Trinity and whatnot. There are intricate systems for it, wearing down someone, well, also, manipulating a fellow PC. Well, what you're doing, I believe, in this system yeah. is you give them, it's like, okay, yeah, you don't have to like me. You don't even have to act like you like me. But if you do act on these things, mm-hmm. it benefits you. Yeah, big things happen when you do this for me. Right. Um, and and the, that's because Exalted treats PCs and NPCs like they're the same type of entity. The rules work on the them. numbers are meant to go bidirectionally. Yeah, exactly. And and I kind of like that because I this actually goes back to the philosophy of like, are the PCs special? Are the PCs mm-hmm. protagonists in a story versus just being other jagweeds in the world? Like the world darkness would say, you're just another jagweed in the entire mm-hmm. world. Whereas in Exalted or no, in like D and D. You are special. You are a protagonist in a story. You are unique beyond everyone. A lot of a lot of other things. Whereas in Exalted, it's like there are protagonists, but there you're not the only ones, mm-hmm. and that there are distinct rules and methods by which you manipulate each other I, I think on the could, same level. I think it could be reasonably said that the machinery of Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition becomes very brutal very quickly if it is turned. Uh, on another PC. Yes, it does. Because the two hits mm-hmm. will usually hit. Mm-hmm. Like, the ACs are not that high, but the two hits keep getting bigger, and the damage is pretty substantial in terms of a PC's health pool, and the skill numbers are very hard to match up against. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can be... Not go- everything's built to be equal to everything else. Right, like a CR5 enemy may, may have, like, a plus four to hit or something, but a fifth level... PC has like a plus eight to hit or mm-hmm. a plus eleven to a skill or something. Yeah. There's something depending on how they're built out. There's something a piece. It's something like if you go into a clash with them, mm-hmm. like yeah, your sense motive, unless you're built for that, will never ever beat my bluff. Like if I'm bluff right. guy, never gonna work. It's a one in a t- it's literally like a one in a hundred chance for this to even mm-hmm. work right. out in your and favor. And that's and that's not even being like super focused in it. Like a rogue who did any sort of giving a shit at all about his bluff skill will have a plus like thirteen bluff. By the time he's like level six, yeah, somewhere around there, depending on what and it takes. And it's crazy. So no PC will ever be able to be like, "You're lying." It's like you don't. There's no way you would ever be. Able. Anything I say is gospel to you. <laughs> like it's, you believe it. Believe like it's it. religion. Not that I am. Whereas the the Trinity system is interesting because like you can take PC stats versus PC stats, but there's like 
they have they have extensive like here's how you run antagonists and most antagonists do not run off PC's stats. Oh no no no. They they run off like a a a block sort of. Yeah, they basically they basically it, have their own like It's an abstraction. It's an abstraction of, of PC stats. Uh Which and is, they basically say like if you, like you should probably only stat out your big bad. Like, I agree with that. I mean, honestly, every every game I've ever really seen mm-hmm. like run for any period of time this comes from a storyteller being like Okay, yeah, this is one guy that actually has stats. The rest of these are like four lines on mm-hmm. a piece of paper. Like yeah. that's all they are. Mm-hmm. They're a, they're a health total and a two attack. Yep. And that one weird power that they have and the how you hit them number. Uh, this is where this is where certain games because of the feel of the, what they're trying to evoke. Like D and D, it's very protag- empowering and protagonizing. You want PCs to feel big, large, and in charge, are very capable. Black Crusade, almost all the. Imp- all the bad guys, even the little guys, even though they're little, full stat blocks because it needs to be gritty. You don't they you don't necessarily know how they're going to approach a situation, and they want to be able. Don't to... Don't just have... go around slapping motherfuckers. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, and so it's it creates a grittiness and a in a you know, quote unquote realism. I, I you know I, I had a weird thought though, mm-hmm. like just jumping back to like where the heroes and stuff, yeah. it's, and just talking about legend. It's like, can you be a hero? And mind control someone. Like, can yeah. you can you strip someone of all agency knowingly and then be like, but I'm a good guy, it's fine. That, anyway, that no. is the moral gray area that you have to sort of move yourself that's swim not what, through. That's not what we're talking about, yeah. but I'm just like, the system allows for it. Of course yeah. it does. Uh, but should you? Well, Trust I mean, me. that's the thing. Trinity is a heroic game. Yeah. They have telepaths. And they can certainly strip, a, strip another sentient being's agency. Uh, but should you? So scary. So scary. So, so we'll, we'll go into this more in uh, in um, uh, our review of Trinity, which will be on an upcoming episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they did they, the one thing like really struck me because in general they <coughs> they made the game more heroic. They made the game yes, the, they the, did. the good guys are, are, are better and whatnot. Um, but they described something that the telepath proxy did that made me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Like a wide scale, utter stripping of agency of her opponents. Oh dear! It's just like ah, oh, that's yeah, her evil. political opponents. Of her political opponents, not, not actual physical opponents. No, no, they, they, to it, in the character's credit, it was a situation where this conflict is about to go hot. Yeah, a lot of people are about to die in a very bloody sectarian conflict if if this is allowed to proceed. Um, it it absolutely wasn't going to be a thing, and the her opponents were. Uh, we're being very unreasonable, um, even, even though, uh, yeah, we'll talk more in more in detail about it. But she, but but you know, it was, you know, people were were picking up their guns and ready to start the bloody revolution, and then everyone, every major member of her opposition, just changed their mind. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then and then you know, after a few months of negotiations and whatnot, the situation calmed down, and all of them were given prestigious positions in the in uh, the, the government and whatnot, and they lived happy, productive lives. Ah! And, they, and they believe it was their idea the entire they, time. They, I mean, they really I, can't, do. I, I have to, I have to, like, I get, I, maybe they did, but at the same time, they're like, she's a fucking massive telepath. Well, I know. Like that, that, that thought ha- can't, can't just... You can't just... No, no. Squish that thought. Oh, yeah. It never... It keep... Every time, squish it until it doesn't. Basically, never really occurs yeah, to them that's that so this person up. that I'm opposing has the ability to mind control 
hundreds, if not thousands of people at once. So it's real fucked up. You want to talk about agency. That, that's a whole other conversation we can have. But in general, in social mechanics, you have to deal with the player's agency and how and respect it. You need to respect it because if you don't respect it, unless you're trying to get some sort of thematic thing across, mm -hmm. the bad guy mind controls one of the PCs and has him do, do something. Yeah. Okay, that can be a very powerful mm -hmm. character defining moment where, but definitely you should not have that be like, oh, um, then go jump off a large building and basically die. It's like, no, you just but, remove their physical and their mental agency. But the, I mean, the core of this is of our, of our topic here is talking about PCs versus PCs. Yes, yes it is. If, if the wizard has the dominate spell, yeah. Yeah. that could technically work on a and PC. <laughs> back to the D&D game that me and Ryan are in where we had a bit of a conflict for a little while is I had to do the math in my head out, out of game going, if I can get this one spell off, He's toast. I've got him. But if I if I don't get it off, I am dog meat. I am completely and utterly... Two hits. Yeah. <laughs> even. Even. And it came down to... That's what also started sparking. Like, there's not a social... There's not a way to... in D&D to handle the kind of interaction that I want. How to calm Quill's ass down. down. <laughs> like... I need to calm him down. Because he... Can I, do mouthy. I have make Quill reasonable spell? Do I have that anywhere? <laughs> well, you there are those spells. Unfortunately, I will immediately know you have cast them on me once <laughs> yeah. they are over and beat you to death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, it's called uh, go go to go over to that cell. Is it Murphy's character's name is? Oh, uh, Nala. Go over to Nala. Nala, can you help me out here? Can you back me up? You need Nala. You need Nala to agree with you, which is pretty hard to get her to do. Because then, if I have Nala to agree with me, if you try to do anything. I have Nala on my back, and then but, we can I mean, negotiate. But then this you would have a problem when you have, when you, when, because D&D assumes the player, piece, the, pit, the party is going to be united. Yeah. That is a core assumption of the game. It makes it really hard, actually, sometimes, yeah. because it's like, don't split the party, which I actually don't like a don't split the party sort of thing, because yeah. honestly, I've, I've played in games recently where it's like six people went and did six different things, and that was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it assumes that the party is going to be united, have a common purpose, and work towards a common goal, which... For a game like D&D, and as, as robust and more nuanced as it has become, yes. it is still not like a White Wolf game where it, it, it grants the fact that, that having all the characters having full agency will, will at times mean that characters are going to be at edge. They're not as much people in D&D as what robust people would normally be like when even in white wolf and the world of darkness games their social mechanics and social combat system was kind of baked into the special powers rather yeah. than the core like intimidate or persuade roles new, new Wad had a pretty yeah. like a, a pretty robust social system i'm trying to remember i really am you know what though it wasn't for pc on pc shit either it, it was just for getting P it's, npcs it's, it's hard to adjudicate this will be a very hard conversation to have, but it's a conversation that any gym should really have with their table about social <laughs> mechanics. I mean, it goes back to uh, like, be cool, even, <laughs> just even, be cool. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to think, and I need to look, go, go and look over it again. I don't even think House of the Blood had really had anything like that. Oh shit, you're right. Like, they how, kind of did because like of how was, aspects yeah, and yeah. how they could they could you, you they, can you can meta manipulate someone yes but it's, you can't but there's no I, I don't think there's a role fuck up for, your granary uh, yeah. the, the, how House of Blood is hard and this is why this is from a mechanical point of view is since it's a collaborative narrative mm -hmm. you're not so much like I am trying to persuade Scott to do something it's mm -hmm. 
I'm making the environment that Scott happens to mm. be in and around mm. changing the narrative to mm -hmm. what it's conducive to what I want mm -hmm. rather or or what I think that it would be make an interesting story it, it, rather than trying to manipulate yeah. you. Which is interesting because House of the Blooded explicitly allows for the two two modes of play. This is a friendly game yep. or this is a cutthroat game. And like to my not like I'll really have to go back and look because Should. nothing is sticking out in my head. That's another as, review we need to do. Is oh, House yeah, of Blood. Well, hopefully when we get House of the Blood too, absolutely, we'll, we'll definitely look we'll into that. And after we get John the reblood, the, uh, re the, re the reblood, the reblooding, reblooding, yeah, the reblood. <laughs> That'd be the name of the Polyhedron Plays series. <laughs> reblooding, even more. Oh God, that would be a fucked up Polyhedron Plays. But oh yeah, no. Excuse me, everyone. We're going to have to take a pause from the stream here while I, uh, I choke the life out of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? It's just an army, man. And it was just <laughs> your boats. <laughs> you, you, like, you don't like your boats. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hit the mic. Yeah, that's cool. And while they're both strangling each other in the other room, I'm going to be doing this with the, the rest of his family. <laughs> I'm fucking his sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's... It, uh, that's one of those this is mature label tag like we are all friends and actually that comes back around to the social mechanics of it helps when everyone at the table as you said is be cool but also is really socially cool right. with each other out of I, I think this I think the real crux of this is what do you do when there's a bunch of randos at your table because uh, sometimes there are did you know that there are people who actually play with people who aren't always their friends. Yeah, yeah I'm so, aware. You play, people play online. LARPs actually are, uh, are where I get that most nowadays. Like, well, yeah, offer yeah. or salon LARPs. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I haven't fucking... And at this point, like, the, the LARP, Moffer LARP scene is so, like, just set. And mm -hmm. the people, like, there's occasionally one or two new people who trickle in. But I know these people at this point. Mm -hmm. And I can say 99% cool. Like... Even yeah. people where I'm just like, eh, that wasn't actually super cool to do it. Like, and on the play level, like, like bah, you're all right. You're fine. You know? You, you'll deal with it. It's your old it's, hat at this It's point. not even a big thing. Like, even the one of the most annoying characters that I've ever had to deal with, I actually, like, took it in play. And it's like, he, he's like, you're on my shit list, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm. And then I talked it like, I gave the person a life lesson a little bit about, <laughs> like, here's what you're doing that's making me very angry at you. And weirdly enough, they fixed it. So sometimes getting oh, real with communication, forthright communication, getting works. real with people. Yeah. Yep, keeping it one hundred. Uh, <laughs> and so it definitely, I uh, would say that's definitely a bonus in your favor. Like, unfortunately for my game, I have a lot of randos. I have a lot of just people I pick off the internet that all seem to be cool people and then work work with each other. But they're still learning how to get along with each other. Yeah, they're, they they're, all they're, have different points of view, and especially a game like Black Crusade, where everyone's got their own fucking agenda and everyone's in. Not just their characters, but players are trying to get a very specific experience out of the game. And I'm trying to learn what that experience is. So when they start butting heads with each other, I've got to play very delicate dance. Now, I've been very strong-handed with them for most part, but I've listened to their concerns. Now, and keys. Hopefully, now hopefully, keys. What? Now, now keys. keys. Now keys. Uh, they're much better now. Uh, after a couple bubble harrowing conversations, I had to really stop, put my foot down on because they were starting to get on each other's nerves, I was just like, knock it off. There are this people is what who, we're doing. There are Moving people forward. who play Dungeons & Dragons with complete random people almost every week. Like, yeah, Adventures like, League, dude. Yeah, it's, that's... It's th I don't understand. Like, um, like, hey, that, 
you want to talk about role like role playing crucible? That's a role playing crucible because you're like, I have to know my character very well, but then I have to try to react to all of these people. These people I don't know. I don't know their characters. I have to be. I don't know their Johnny. life. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know, know your life. life. Yeah, you got to be Johnny on the spot. You need to know how to do it. That's why a lot of people love, and this is sort of tangentially related, it loves like rolling up a random character with random stats with a random background. It's like they're they're going through an experience that is very unpredictable, and they want to get an unpredictable result it's life, and see what baby. happens. Yeah. yeah, exactly. As, as an aside, uh, I, think the, I think it was Think Geek that did uh, the 46 and Me uh, April Fool's Day joke uh, where you can find out your stat plot block. <laughs> Uh, Yikes. You do a cheek swab. I don't want to know. I don't want to do that math. I don't want to know that math. Oh, no. It, it, it wouldn't no. be good. It wouldn't be good. Like, really? An 18 charisma? All uh, right. All right. Uh, but, you know, it was, it, was, it was a funny joke. But, He's yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's real damn delicate, and it depends on the game. It depends on the table. Um yeah. I guess it's a real don't point that thing at me situation. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, don't definitely don't throw it at someone if you're not willing to be thrown at you. Yeah, this is like throwing down mechanics on someone and like stripping away their will, basically, or their agency. Yeah. Like, first of all, I don't necessarily like a system that allows for that. That's mm. not great. But I don't think many of those exist. So, but yeah, most of the social mechanics that ex- actually exist as social mechanics are more for like. Nudging, yeah, gentle nudging, nudging or gentle rewarding, nudging or reward, yeah, incentivizing, or incentivizing or straight up power, like ab- they're outside of the mechanics' powers, like they're not baked into the core mechanic. They're yeah. just powers that you can do on someone. Yeah, I mean, power- powers is. I think powers is a separate conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because at that point you are exerting more than natural force. And then, boy, oh boy, and man, is that a dick move? And that is, <laughs> and if you, if they know you're doing it. That's a conversation, mm-hmm. especially if it's a P- another PC you're doing it to. Like, yeah. oh. it's like motherfucker, did you just control my mind? Like, that well, is not cool. Well, dude. That, so, so tangentially related also is like using powers. Let's say you're a mage, and mage has spheres. One of them is mind, mm-hmm. and you're going up to BC. You don't remember the last ten a minute of conversation. And Dick. he did it Forget. subtly, and he did it subtly where. You didn't. Pay, you you failed the roles, and you're like, no, I literally my the player has to act like that never existed. The okay, actually, I ju- sorry, audience, I just had a thought, and this was one of my horrid experiences at Legends many many years ago that dealt with like <coughs> not being able to remember stuff and not mm-hmm. being able to do have retribution for what happened. I know, here. I know this story. Or I think I already know. I this probably story. already told it. It's where I got jacked. I was by myself in Legends. You had to generally run with a crew. If you didn't run with a crew, you were pretty vulnerable. I went on a big module with the entire town. I had mouthed off at some point to someone down the telephone game. Shocking. And got back. And when we were on the, all of this big module, the dude straight up jacked me, left me for dead. And I was killed. And I went to go resurrect. Is with legends, one of the rules is you don't remember the last fifteen minutes when you die. Yeah, that it, that inherently that's that, it. that encourages PvP. It does. No, yeah, that's a that PvP, absolutely that, does. It is like, of course, we don't want you to remember. That way, you won't try to take revenge. Immediate revenge. And, yeah. Yeah, and it was one of the more jarring out of play. I don't know if I want to do this game sort of because it felt like straight up abuse, straight mm. up like. And I know it's a safe environment. I wasn't really harmed. I wasn't nowhere near to what really happens in the real world. But I got a taste of that. And I was 
it was it was nauseating. And it's way cooler. And like the only race that I know of that exists that does that fairies. In, is fa- fa- fairy uh, fairies and fought. Everyone else has to remember what happened to them yep. and how they died, and how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, yeah, just the experience of dying. And, and that's like, God, like thinking back, like, because there were a couple of instances where that was used against someone, and that's kind of horrifying because the fairies are the most innocent. And then I'm gonna need them. I'm gonna need them on this one because they're not gonna remember how bad this is. <laughs> that was something that got said. Like that's oh, actually Jesus. yeah. One of them was like, "Take me with you because if I cack it, I it, won't. It, it won't hurt my feelings." <laughs> and I'm like, self aware fairy. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to remember dying. <laughs> yeah. And and guess that brings me back towards as we wrap up this conversation is just like physical mechanics of like combat. Social mechanics, you're still putting mechanics against your fellow mm-hmm. player or the environment, and you have to realize that that has weight to it and has seriousness to it, because you're saying the world is going to work like X, Y, mm-hmm. or Z. Well, and, it, and your GM, technically, if he is unbiased, needs to arbitrate that as fairly and as, as clear-headed as possible. I guess my, my take on this is that, like, it, it goes back to something I said. Like, it, does the game treat... PCs and NPCs is fundamentally different types of people. And I understand why a game would say NPCs operate like this and PCs operate uh-huh. like this. And there are perfectly valid reasons for, for doing that. But I guess like on like a core level, I prefer when everyone works the same uh-huh. just because it makes it makes it feel more real. Uh-huh. If, if, if there's no actual in-play distinction between like, well, I, I am an adventurer, and I, and th- but this NPC is a noble. We're both humans. Yeah. We should both... We're both doing a we, thing. Yeah, we should both be humans and act, operate on a similar level. That's also level. why I don't like levels, just so everyone well, knows. I'm not a big are, fan yeah, of level systems. Yeah, levels are terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, I guess like... Terrible The way it tastes abilities. in my mouth, I would like for everything to work on a similar playing field. Ideally is what you Ideally. But the reality of the situation, particularly in LARPs... Um, no that's ain't nobody got time for that, that. That doesn't work. Ain't nobody got time uh, for that. Like, like there, there have been overtures to try and like make it, but but it actually is better for them to be fundamentally it's, it's, different. It's, on it's, the it's all, that's level. that's also for LARPs and stuff. That's just a logistical time issue. If you had to nitty gritty your way, mechanic like social mechanics through people, mm-hmm. through NPCs and stuff, that would take three times as long and you wouldn't make nearly as much progress well, also, and there's other shit that you need to do that staff needs to and, do. And also game. as part of it, yeah, uh, here's the thing, like uh, an inexperienced NPC that is coming to your game is, it is a blessed thing, mm-hmm. but it is also a burden. Oh yeah. Because an inexperienced NPC, you can pretty much tell within the first yeah. five hours if they're going to work or not because mm-hmm. like they either absorbed the basic rules mm-hmm. you told them and the basic culture and the, like the way things are done, or they do not. <laughs> they do not, and, you're, and I can immediately like. I have had conversations with like full timers who are just there to give it a shot and stuff, and I can tell within like one conversation whether they were going to work or not. Yeah, if if they start crowing about how like oh I'm going to beat some ass today, and I'm like I too will beat some ass today, but I will do it and then die beautifully. <laughs> that's that's more of a cult off topic, but that's more of a cultural thing of. Of assimilating somebody into your culture of the game itself. Well, we're just we're just yeah. a bunch of love lovey dovey hippie, of course hippies. Yeah. For the, in terms of LARPs, at least. Yeah. Well, we're very progressive. We're in like what I consider third to fourth generation LARPs at this point, 
which is that's the, fair. Lo- there's a lot of experience that has evolved from those games. Yeah, that's another long episode I'd like to try to do some research gen, on. Say it's like gen, yeah. sort of when, mark when, over the when, generations yeah. of, of gaming because we're also on that tabletop. We're like, I would say, roughly in the fifth generation, maybe the fifth generation yeah, of we're, tabletop. We're getting up there. I need to, there's a... Uh, oh, you can tell by the edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Actually, you exactly you're can. You're not wrong. It, it um, kind of gets to declare when the age turns over. Well, I mean, well, the Darkness is about, is about to hit its fifth edition. Yes, it is. Um, oh, that will be a big moment. The, I'm the, su- still super eager to see what they're going to come up with that. The big mamma jammas get to kind of decide mm-hmm. like when, when the epoch turns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I think that's, we mostly sussed out what we wanted to say, I think. Um, where Scott, where can people find you on the interbuts? They can tweet Zor me at Divis Melkav. All and right. That's it. That's how, that's the only way. Yeah. I'm, I'm at Arduous, uh, R-J-U-O-U-S. I, I haven't mean, said that in a while, have you? I have not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can tweet at me there. I'm sometimes funny. Sometimes I'm grumpy, though. Um, you can uh, tweet at the show at, at PolyhedronCast. You can find me personally at BioImportance on Twitter. If you want feedback for me or anyone on the show, uh, we are a polyhedron podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, if wherever you're listening to this, please give us five star reviews, give us five thumbs up, whatever they Are we on Spotify now? Still figuring that out. It's still taking a little while. I've, I've tried to expand our us into more directories yeah. so that we get a little more coverage. Uh, oh, big announcement to everyone out there you're listening. And I'll probably will say this multiple times before the before it actually happens. Polyhedron will be do its first ever live episode at Momocon in Atlanta, Georgia, Memorial Day weekend. I am so fucking pumped. Yes. Yeah, me too. We have a really good time slot. Yeah, it's crazy. It's one o'clock on Saturday, the twenty sixth. We don't have the location yet. They'll tell us when it gets closer it, to time. I mean, they're all in the same Dragon Con hotels, aren't they? No, no, no. no, 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 no very, no. they're different. Oh, they got moved? It's Georgia, Georgia Convention Center. Oh, is that... Where is that? Is that it's the same... By, it's by the stadium. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah, and Marta Station's literally right there. Like I know what you're talking about. Um, And so if you're going to be out and about Memorial Day weekend, come to that panel. We are going to record it live. God help me, I'll record it live if I can. Uh, it won't be a live broadcast, but... I want everyone to be out there. I want a good audience. I would love to. Yeah, we'd yeah. love to meet people who meet the people. We know we know some of you. But, yeah. you know, if there are some, like, people who, you know, I, I can imagine that there are people who listen to us who don't get in contact and maybe, yeah, sure. you know, maybe we'd in love, attendance at we, MomoCon. We'd love to meet you, and I, I think we'll definitely dedicate some time uh, at the show for uh, people to come up and have have, yeah. a, yes. have, have, their own, uh, have their own views on the topic at hand. The topic being... Why do we role play? And it will basically be us discussing what this is to us. And it's what a bit it of a retrospective, I like to put it. It's a bit of a looking back at why we do what we do, what it's done for mm-hmm. us, and we're going to invite people up to briefly, hopefully yeah. maybe a minute or two, maybe give their feelings on the yeah, subject, I mean, like why they do it if they do it, I mean, yeah, and it, what they want we, out of we, it. We kind of want to talk about, like... We want to go. We want to get get deeper, deeper down the uh, beating up conveniently evil orcs. Yeah, like, right. Just, like let's go a little or bit being, deeper than being very sexy vampires. I mean, yes, very, very sexy. Or because very angry werewolves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very werewolves, always angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. yeah. But Memorial Day weekend, the twenty sixth, one p.m. We will let you know where uh, you can get a one day pass, and uh, when we get closer, I'll make sure to give all you guys the details and the links so everyone can arrange themselves appropriately. Also, Momo comes a really 
cool Mumble. convention. It's yes, a, it is. I like it better than Dragon Con for a lot of reasons. MumbleCon's really fun. Also, I have a very good work. I've had a very good working relationship in the past with Jess Merriman, who's one of the you know heads heads of the whole shebang. I've I've met a lot of the people who work on it. I've known tons of people who work with MomoCon, and it, they are just great people. And it's a really cool convention. Yeah, they're very cool. They're very accepting of all different types of panelists and conversation topics. I and remember everything. MomoCon like one in the Georgia Tech Student Center. Me too. That was a beast. It was nice. <laughs> that was twelve years ago, I think, or thereabouts. Yeah, but they're creeping up. Man. They're creeping up numbers. They're creeping up numbers. They take over hotels. Uh, uh, they're oh. the. They are the next Dragon Con. Oh, in I mean, I was. Well, they're with, definitely the next AWA. And yeah, I, I had yeah, yeah, Nerdicon, yeah. which never like really breached. Like I could mm-hmm. tell that like they were doing something right. Well, also being in Columbus really drains the life out of you. But like, it's <laughs> we like call it second hell. We got to, yeah. It's like two thousand people. They got ten thousand people. Same mm-hmm. number of years. Well, I guess we're fucked. Okay. <laughs> What's a no location? I'll let everyone know, and, and all I, the social media will be aware. I can assure you, we'll have showered. Yeah, we'll oh yeah, we'll brushed be... our teeth. Mm-hmm. We might we'll be wearing. A, we might look cool. Yep. Probably yeah. not. Probably not. I probably won't wear uh, a costume. I will probably shave my head. I don't need to do that. I will uh, trim my beard a little, maybe. Um, and so, uh, let me. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I did all the out. Patreon. Patreon. Give us money. Give us Give money. Us money. <laughs> Please yes, do. please. We're always growing. Um, the shadow. Hopefully, everyone enjoyed the Polyhedron play Shadowrun Anarchy game. You guys got the taste, but now you got to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. first one's free. If you want to hear more of it, you got to be a patron. But you only a buck. It's a buck a month. You I'll will tell, never miss and it. And I will tell you this with absolute certainty: if you thought episode one was a little bonkers, you ain't Inco, seen nothing. You ain't yet. seen shit. Um, it's gonna go nuts. When's the next one gonna drop? Uh, that will drop actually right now because if you're hearing this on your podcatcher, that means on patrons, I'll get next episode of Shadowrun Anarchy. So they'll come out on the days that we drop the normal episodes. Zoinks. For Zoinks. So that means you're getting like three ish hours of content if you're a patron. You get the normal show, you get the patron only content show, which is just us goobing and talking, and then you get the polyhedron plays. We do this because we like it. It's and weird. We do. And we, we, we love we love telling stories. And, yeah, and, and, and guys, it's buck a month. You won't miss it. Go tell your friends. Give us a buck. Have a load of fun. It's going to really help us. I want to get those numbers up, up, also, up. Also, even at, like, I've you know how many people who have told me they listen to my podcast just as a background noise at work? I'm fine with that. Yeah, That's absolutely. Okay. That's what but, podcasts are kind of are for. But we get real crazy uh, in our games, and they're really fun. And we have um, an entire lineup beyond Shadowrun. Oh yeah, of games afterwards. Yeah, not just and not just Trinity that we mm-hmm. talked about. We I want to do I want to do Urban Shadows at some point. Murphy's going to do a Ten Candles game. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Oh, we need we need we need to make we well, need that'll we need be a production value. Well, for we that. can do a live play on that because we could actually that game actually lends itself to having a camera in the room. Oh, yeah, because watching as the candles slowly so go get out. down. Yeah, that's gonna be real we, weird. We, we, we need to, we need to, we need to experiment with multi camera on that. I uh, will attempt to do so, but that is a that is a work in progress. But you guys can give us money so that we can actually do that, so you can enjoy it. It turns out we all have jobs, and, <laughs> and, we, actually have, and we do put personal money into this. Mm-hmm. We I don't pay these jackholes yet. We don't make enough money for that. I would love to pay my friends, um, but anyways, for everything we've goobed and talked about. Um, Go where you find us. Go roll some dice.